Reese, what's up, man? How you feeling today? I'm feeling good. You know, I'm I'm just sitting here admiring your sweatshirt. That is, I, that's a lot of colors and a lot of words on it. And I know it's too much words. You yeah. can't you can't read it. I was having somebody somebody was ripping me for this sweatshirt uh, like last week. Really? They were like, yeah. yeah, like you can't even read any of the words and it's ugly. And uh, I was like, well, said it, it might be true. Personal. Um, I have a buddy who I, I got this uh, free because of my softball connections and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. it's actually like a softball style sweatshirt or oh, whatever. Okay. Yeah, and uh, but yeah, and you know me, I like my bright colors and stuff like that. But yeah, it's like fifty different colors. It's just got too much going on. I don't. Know. I think it's kind of cool. I am not going to say it's ugly. It's I, I like the colors, but yeah, I'm just curious about you're the get, words. You trying to get yourself a free one? <laughs> right. I don't I, have softball connections. I, no, so. I, I can pro- <laughs> I can probably pull off the connections for you, my friend. Um, yeah, I don't actually, I've never even read it. Like, huh. cause like it goes around the sleeve. Like, why would you do it? It's called like, um, it's dark horse. What it is. It's, you know, um, it's just a suicide awareness type of thing. Oh. It's like a, um, some thing. He, it was just an idea. He came up with the person that, uh, softball wise. And it's just, uh, they gave me a lot of stuff to show it off in my dumb videos. So, you know, I just, I was just rocking it. Um, that's yeah. That's kind. Of, that's cool. I didn't know that was the message behind it. And that's, yeah, that's I don't. Great. I don't know if they made like if that was the, they made up that message behind it or if that's originally what it's about. But you know, so you know me. Yeah. I like to make jokes. <laughs> um, you got some cases for us to talk about today, friend? I do. It's been a, a busy month and uh, got two good cases. I thought I'd bring in highlight. Um, the first is a gentleman by the name of Michael Patrick Nichols. He's uh, fifty-seven years old. He hails from the beautiful town of Carleton, Minnesota. And you, Ooh, I don't have a lot of good stories about people from Carleton. Really? It seems like that's such a nice little town. It, you, would, you would think so. I guess I got my buddy Eric. He's cool. I just wanted to rip him for that. Um, yeah, I don't know, Carleton. Eh, it's okay. Oh, okay. okay. Go on. All right, Eric, this one's for you. So um, <laughs> this guy from Carleton, he, uh, he was sentenced two weeks ago um, on a firearm a possession case, felon in possession of a firearm. Uh, guy's got a lot of prior felony convictions. So our uh, journey here begins March 22nd, 2021. Sheriff's office interviews an individual who says um, he's got some information, like a lot of people that we interview, and um, they probably had some trouble himself, so he's trying to trade some information. And Does that actually happen a lot? Do people trade information for better deals? I mean, we see it on movies, TV all the time. Like, does it actually happen a lot? I, you know, I'm going to say no. I mean, yeah, that's what, that's kind of what I figured. Yeah. It's, it's more, I mean, yeah. If you talk to somebody in Facebook, you know, it happens with everybody, of course, but it's, it's, I think it's for the most part, pretty rare. I would, I would assume it would be high crimes too. Like maybe, maybe like a person who's selling drugs, you would give them a lighter sentence for them to tell you where they got the bigger drugs from or where they're coming in to stop. But I, I, I assumed that it was rare. That yeah, they try to trade information. It's more common in drug cases, so like a low-level felony possession case, you'll you'll people like to spill information and stuff. Give you a little bit better, yeah, yeah. But most other cases, probably not. Um, yeah, and so this individual says that he uh, knows somebody named Nichols, um, and that this guy is part of some burglaries in Sturgeon Lake and uh, burglarized a pawn shop in Duluth. And that uh, Nichols is driving a stolen black BMW with black rims and is often in the Pine County area. So, 
Um, That's not a super inconspicuous car. Um, you don't see. I I feel like I had the the one and only BMW in this town for a while. Um, right. And now look at me with the Honda Fit. Um, but yeah, that's a pretty obvious car. Yeah, that's um, yeah, that's a good tip for uh, for criminals mm-hmm. if uh, if you're gonna drive a stolen car or, or drive around, make sure it's something that's inconspicuous. Yeah, get and, yourself a Camry or something like yeah, that. Uh, yeah, something makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, get a minivan. I, I just, <laughs> yeah, that's true. I've yet to see a criminal with a minivan. I, you know, probably because they don't get caught. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, great tip there. That's right. a great tip. <laughs> a great tip for your criminal career. Um, so March 25th, 2021. So they have this information and investigator is parked in Hinkley and he happens to see a black BMW with black rims mm-hmm. pass him. Um, and then he sees the driver through the window. We've got a booking photo of the guy. So right, right away, the, you know, this investigator who's got um, totally on top of things, puts two and two together and we've got our individual and we've got our car. Um, also knows that Nichols has a revoked license. So another legitimate reason to pull him over. He pulls the vehicle over, identifies the drivers as is Nichols. And of course his BMW is loaded with lots of power tools all around the back seat, a lot of them still in boxes, you know, multiple Dremels, things like that. Um, again, kind of a clear indication that there are stolen items. And then uh he separately talks to the passenger, and of course the passenger says that um yeah, there's some items in there that this guy stole from a storage unit up in Duluth. <laughs> so <laughs> clearly another person wants to trade information and get out of there. So he's arrested um, uh, on it, on basically, you know, all this stuff that they have. Uh, the vehicle is searched because of the arrest, and inside they find two firearms. One's a Benelli semi-automatic shotgun, and another is a Rossi 20-gauge. And Nichols has a uh, prior conviction for aggravated robbery, which is considered a crime of violence in Minnesota. And if you are convicted of a felony crime of violence, then it's a mandatory 60-month prison sentence for a felon in possession of a firearm. Um, there are different, uh, just for audience's information, there are different levels of firearm possession. If it's not a crime of violence, but it's a felony, it could be a gross misdemeanor. If it's a crime of violence, then you have an automatic 60-month mandatory minimum. And uh, there's actual list of what's considered a crime of violence. So aggravated robbery is on that list so um but gun is it's not it doesn't matter what type of gun it is i mean you said both of those brands but shotguns a shotgun like even a hunting shotgun you can't have right yep a firearm um the only thing uh the only thing muzzle loader muzzle loader would count that would be a firearm the only thing that would not count is like a spring activated bb gun or a pellet gun what about a so like could you have a bow and arrow in your car that is legal, so you'll be yeah. As long as it's not a crossbow, there's some illegal. Um, that makes that. sense, yeah. yeah. But um, bow and arrow not considered a firearm. Okay, so <laughs> sounds like this person got sixty months. Then he did. Yep, yep. That's uh, and that's kind of the granddaddy charge on this one. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's some other minor stuff like possession of um, stolen um, uh, materials and things like that, but. But this is the done. easiest, the, the slam dunk highest charge you can get is pretty much just boom. It's boom. It's yeah. mandatory minimum. And on uh, the way the Minnesota sentencing guidelines work, it's going to, it's, it's the maximum yeah. too. So yeah. that you're going to get out of compared to the others. Um, so that's our first one, Mr. Nichols. And then uh, the second one I'll talk about is a guy named Travis Ely Swanson. Um, 
I don't know if he's named after the middle name after the town Ely, but E-L-Y. He um, is 39 years old from uh, Pine City, has five prior felony convictions, um, including drugs, theft, uh, two for fleeing in a motor vehicle, and possession of a firearm, being a felon. So January 22nd of 2022, law enforcement were searching for Swanson because he had an active probation violation warrant. So his probation officer called and said, you know, get him arrested. Um, he's violating probation. And so they have information. He's at a property in Graston off of Highway 107. So they go out um, to this property and monitoring it. And while they're monitoring the property, um, a white pickup truck leaves the property, a V10 Ford F250. And they have prior information that Swanson has been driving this truck around. And so uh, law enforcement gets behind the truck and guess what happens with an individual who's got two prior felony convictions for fleeing a peace they officer. They flee. Mark. He fled, yeah. <laughs> Couldn't have saw that coming. Right, man. Probably thought third time was a charm, right? It worked the other two times. He was convicted. But so he took off, you know, maybe thought a V10 was invincible, but, you know, he's doing about 100 miles an hour, taking corners at 90. And um, so the pursuit that lasted a little while, he took a one corner a little too fast, crashed into the ditch. And um, as soon as he crashes in a ditch, he jumps out of the truck and just starts running into the woods, puts his hands in his pockets, throws something from his pockets out into the ground. And um, law enforcement, of course, chases after him. And uh, eventually they, uh, you know, they yell out to him that they have a canine there. And, and if he doesn't stop, the canine's going to bite him. Um, and, of course, he stops right away, which... It's always an amazing tactic to me that people run from people with loaded guns and mm -hmm. <laughs> you have humans chasing you. But as soon as you beat the dog in the equation and then say it's because it's because uh, don't don't get me wrong. I don't want to be egotistical here, but I could outrun any human and outpower any human. <laughs> and, you know, a bullet still probably bounce, you know, right. What are the chances they hit type of thing? But a dog. No, they're they're faster than me. They're faster, and they got those teeth, and they got a low center of gravity. It's an unfair. Yeah. It's an unfair advantage, if I'm being honest. Yeah, and and that's and that's the thing about cops too. They always try to. They always play unfair. You know, we we <laughs> right. agree, we agreed this was going to be a foot to foot chase, and then all of a sudden they had let the dogs out. Mm. It's like some social, poor sports. Yeah, it's like some social contract that they're violating. I know. By doing I know. That. I, <laughs> you canine units, you always cheating. It's the only way they'll get us, you know? Right. It's the only way they can catch us. That's why I've never ran from the cops. I also don't break the law, but that's beside the point. Well, there's, not, there's that. Let's yeah, there's not worry <laughs> about that. Okay. So um, he gives up after the dog. Yep. Gives up. Uh, they get arrested. They search him. Um, what they call search instance arrest. They find uh, $1,441 in cash oh, in one man, of his pockets. Oh, man. I wish I had that much money right now. Uh, you can go DJ for a night. You'll have plenty that's of it. That's true. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got a prom coming up that I can DJ? No, not me. That would be weird, but yeah. Well, yeah I, great point. Great point. You got the school connections, don't you, though? I have wonderful school connections, yeah. Yeah, so, you but, know. But, yeah I'm not a prom guy, but, you yeah, know. <laughs> so, um, as you recall, I mentioned earlier that he threw something for his pocket, so obviously they circled back and to the, the trail that he ran and found that item that he threw, and it was a cosmetic bag, and inside the cosmetic bag he had drug paraphernalia, a drug scale, which indicates, you know, somebody that's usually dealing, 
a bunch of little bags of methamphetamine, uh, 13 grams, and then um, some heroin, 15 grams of heroin. So, How do you know they don't just scale out their stuff like I did for a while on my diet? You know, I just scaled all my food like... That would be like the most right. like precise way to do drugs, I guess, would be if you scaled everything before you did it. This is all arguments I'd be making in court, by the way. Yeah. This is this is why you can never you can never face me in court. You know, I would uh I would of course represent myself. Right. Then you know, anyone who represents himself represents a fool. Have you ever gotten to use that line in court? You know, I, I not in court. Not I mean, in court, I, but yeah, you, you know, there's uh certain legal ethics that if I said something like that, I'd probably get a couple bar trouble, complaint, yeah. you know, yeah. but I, I freely say it outside court. I, yeah. it's just a terrible idea. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. I like it though. Yeah. I'm, I'm still holding my one favor for when I need you for to, to cover me court wise. So oh, I'm not, I'm not worried that you'll ever have to use it. So yeah, probably not. I mean, it'll be in Chisago County though. Oh, so it'll be your chance to take down Chisago County. It's a good opportunity. <laughs> Don't turn it down, my friend. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, so Mr. Swanson is convicted of third-degree drug possession, um, uh, sent to prison for 49 months. Is that I, is that a higher charge than the the fleeing a third time? Yes. That's got to be a... Is that not felony fleeing? It's felony fleeing, but... But it's still less than... Okay, much okay. higher charge, yeah. So um, third-degree drugs has a higher severity level. That's how we rank felonies in Minnesota. So the higher the severity, the more time over your head. Um, Could have really killed somebody running, driving away that fast and fleeing police at that speed in the truck. Yeah. See, now, now you sound like a prosecutor. Now, yeah, you're, now you're jumping yeah, on the other side. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, and I'm, I usually I usually argue for the criminals. So, um, yeah, yeah, you're right. I'm, you're, you're right. I'm, so, I'm sounding wrong here. Yeah. You know, everybody be fine. You know, it's going to be it's going to be OK. Yeah, and um, it's, it's interesting. You know, like the legislature made a call to make the severity level really low on fleeing. So we don't really get a lot out of fleeing. Mm-hmm. So if we get a higher charge like this higher drug charge, we'll go for the yeah, higher obviously charge. go for that. Yeah, yeah, it makes it makes the most sense. Um, and, you know, whatever a fleeing charge would be about even if it was like a nor- another state, it'd probably be about that. Right. Would you say 49 months? Yeah, forty nine months. Yeah, that's pretty. That's a pretty good amount of months. That's a high amount. Um, let that be a lesson, I guess. Um, Ford just isn't going to do it. You know, right. just not going to not going to be able to get away. And even if you do, what if I told you it eventually catches up to you? It does. Yeah. So don't do all that stuff. Well, Reese, thank you for keeping me updated on the cases going on here in uh, Pine County. Look forward to talking to you next month. I look forward to it. Thank you.